Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 24 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Our episode today is brought to you by TechSite Builder. TechSite Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional website up and running for your computer or tech-focused business. Save time and frustration with TechSite Builder. Learn more at TechSiteBuilder.com. All right, guys, today, again, I'm still away on vacation, so we're going to do a best of episode where we're going to go back in the archives of the old computer business podcast and pull out some awesome interviews we did that focus around marketing. This one today is is one of my favorites. It's um, all about using webinars to grow your IT business, and we're going to talk with uh, Jay David Sims who, uh, if you went to the unconvention, you heard from him. He is uh, big on uh, webinars and videos and using those to market your business. So in this episode, we talk with him all about how to use webinars and not only how to use webinars to market your own business, but how to sell webinars as a service as well. So this is a very cool one, kind of out of the box thinking. And uh, David's a, a fun person to interview. So that's all coming up and so much more right now. Today on the show, I'm excited to bring back another former guest on the podcast. He is the owner of Carolina Computer Concepts, an IT consulting company in uh, the Carolinas. And he, uh, you might recognize him from when he was on the show back in episode 17, uh, talking about his membership site, HIPAA for MSPs, and all of the good information about how to target the healthcare IT uh, industry. Uh, right now, though, we're bringing him back on the show to talk about webinars and uh, specifically how to use webinars as a marketing tool for your business and maybe even how to offer webinars as a service to your clients. And uh, so I'd like to welcome Jay David Sims to the show. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back, Matt. Yeah, no problem. Excited to have you back. Uh, we got a lot of great info from you about HIPAA and figuring all that stuff out uh, the, the last time you were on the show. And uh, I I, I love having you on to explain these kind of uh, these kind of new topics uh, because you do a great job with it. And so today, uh, you know, we were talking the other day, um, you know, just chatting online uh, about some of the things we're doing to grow our respective businesses. And something that you've been trying out here recently is uh, is webinars, mm-hmm. and that's something that I, I've also kind of experimented with a little bit with my tech site builder product. And, uh, and so, you know, as always, I, I tend to bring guests on first for selfish reasons, <laughs> because it's always something that I'm looking to, uh, to, uh, you know, learn and expand in my own business. And I'm sure by doing that, it's going to help a bunch of other people, uh, you know, who, who might be interested as well. So, uh, so thanks for coming on to, to chat about that. Uh, just, you know, give us a little background about why you started looking into webinars as a means of, uh, you know, maybe marketing your business or, or getting clients? Sure. The, the webinar thing kind of came out of the need to have that ability built into the membership site. You mentioned the HIPAA for MSPs. And so that's where I was really looking at going with the webinars when, when I got it, because I have members that 
come in to the site and they're looking for training webinars and informational webinars. And then I also have the the non-member facing things where you know I'm trying to do webinars for people who are wanting to know more about what the site's all about and, and get some information. And so that's kind of how I, I first got involved in in doing webinars. And then kind of from there I started seeing some other possibilities that would that would come up. Yeah, and I know as as IT service providers, we you know, sign up for different vendors' mailing lists, and a lot of those vendors do webinars. Um, and so it is is a popular thing nowadays. Um, but I don't see a lot of computer technicians or computer business owners tapping into that as a marketing tool for their businesses. And I was just curious your thoughts on why you think um, webinars are you know growing in popularity, why all these vendors are are using that type of tool to to reach out to their prospective uh, clients. Well, I think it boils down to a couple of things. Number one, video is is just growing massively, even though. YouTube and video and all that has been around a while. Just here, it seems like maybe in the last year or so, it's taken off, you know, exponentially. And so it's become something where before it was nice to have, and now it's becoming something that's almost necessary to have in your business. People expect it. Just just like people expect you to have a website in your business, it's almost getting to the point where they're expecting that you should have some videos on your site or you should have webinars or things like that. The other aspect of it is in in order for people to do business with you, there's three elements that you have to have. They have to know you, they have to like you, and they have to trust you. And there's no better platform that you can make that all happen at one time than to use video. We we use, now you and I both, we use podcasts to to kind of do that, but even above what podcasts can, can do, because you know we can't see each other and, and the listeners can't see us, they can only hear us. But beyond that, when you throw video in there where they're actually seeing you, they feel like they know you. It's, it's like when you're watching TV and you, you know, you've been watching the same show for two or three years, you feel like you know these people on TV, even though you really don't. <laughs> but right. if you were to run into them somewhere at a, you know, at a conference or on the street somewhere, you would feel like you could run up to them and, and start a conversation because you know who they are. You've, you've already built that, that no like and trust factor because of the video that you've been watching of them. And so that's, that's why I think this is a, a huge opportunity for, for businesses to get into and not just IT businesses, but you know, since we're speaking on IT, I think it's a good, a good way to, to go ahead and get into that market. Yeah, and and you know personally from from personal experience, I know that I have a tendency to uh, consider a company more after I've gone through a webinar of theirs um, because uh, you know at first it's just some faceless company or corporation that you know it has a has a name and a logo and you kind of have an idea of what they do. But then if you get in a webinar and normally it's, you know, if it's a smallish uh, or medium type company, you might have the the CEO or the founder or the owner of the company that's there on the webinar and you get to hear from them. You get to hear that they're just an average person and they, you know, they, they really do, you can hear if they really do care about, you know, providing you a great product and, and, and that sort of thing and get, get an idea of their personality. And there's really no other way other than, you know, like you said, a podcast, but again, a podcast isn't interactive. So mm-hmm. the the cool thing about webinars is it, it takes it to the next level of not only showing you on video, which you can do on YouTube or whatever, but it's also interactive, and that's that's the key right there. Where uh, a lot of times, 
webinars, you know, are open to to questions or they allow you to to ask questions at the end or something like that. And that's really cool. That really helps you kind of feel connected in that way as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think the interaction is probably the number one thing that I enjoy about being on webinars, even uh, even the ones that I'm not doing myself, but I'm joining. You know, I, I like the fact that I can throw a question out at the person who's given the webinar and get sometimes instant feedback or sometimes I have to wait till the end. But either way, I'm getting my question answered, you know, there while I'm on the webinar. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So we're going to uh, get into like how you how you put together a webinar and how you get the the interface to where people can ask questions. But first, let's just kind of um, start from the beginning. So say, you know, someone's listening to the podcast, they're like, okay, this sounds pretty cool. I'd love to uh, to try this out for my business. Um, so I guess probably one of the first things you'd want to do is figure out like what kind of topics you can have a webinar about. I mean, it it's easy for product folks because they're going to have a webinar, you know, maybe a demo of their product or about what their product does. But for service providers, it might be a little more tricky. So uh, do you have any uh, ideas or, or tips on how to maybe choose a topic for what the webinar is going to be about? Sure. Um, you can do a couple things. And I'll tell you kind of what I did. I, I went kind of a different direction with it. And when I started looking at, okay, I want to do webinars within my my IT company, one thing that kind of stood out to me was that there were clients that I had that could really benefit from webinars, probably even more so than I could, but they didn't know how to do webinars. They didn't have time to figure it out. You know, they just didn't, they really wanted a done for you service around everything that we were providing with IT. So I looked at, okay, how can I provide this kind of a, I hate to use the term, as a service, but you know, how can I do like a webinar as a service type thing? Um, and, and so I started digging into this and I, I eventually I, I reached out to a, another a person who was also in, uh, in the same niche that I'm in, but he doesn't do it, he does marketing. And so we, we converse, had a conversation about that. And, and what we ended up doing is forming a, a company, uh, like a sister company, with, with the IT company. And what, what we do there is just uh, webinars. We do webinars for uh, the cosmetic industry and the plastic surgery industry because since I'm in the healthcare IT market, I'm already doing the IT work for these clients. Uh, my partner is marketing in the healthcare market. So he's doing the marketing for those clients. And so it was just a really good fit for us to come in and sit down with those clients and say, is there anything that we can do around helping you market your business better by using webinars and, and do it in such a way that's very different than what you're seeing other people do. And, uh, and it's only been a few months since we've kind of put this plan into action, but the response from the community has been, has been really positive and I think it's going to be a really good business for us as we move forward. And just so you know, it's uh, it's called Cosmetic Webinars, and you can get to it at cosmeticwebinars.com. But it's very, very, very new, so I'm really excited to see where this goes. The um, The other thing is doing it in your own business. One thing I would suggest is if you're going to do it within your own IT business is to do cover those things that would normally be on your website under the frequently asked questions or if you're if you have clients that are calling you in and they're asking you questions or they're having problems around certain things, then do webinars about those things. And don't get hung up on, you know, does it need to be a 30-minute webinar or a hour-long webinar or have some kind of sales pitch at the end? 
I mean, you don't have to do any of that. It can be just completely educational. The main thing is that you want to build that know, like, and trust factor in that webinar. And if you do that, people are going to automatically come to you when they have a need because they're already going to have that relationship with you through your webinar. So that's that's two of the ways I would suggest using it. Yeah, that's that's a great. Uh, the the first example is a great uh, example of uh, partnering with someone else in a different niche uh, and and you know bringing your you know combining forces to to create something greater um, and uh, and you know using your IT background and his marketing background and then and then offering a, an entirely new uh, service that uh, that you can both you know use what you you know best. And, um, yeah, and as far as choosing the topic, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, some of the low hanging fruit is, is, is is a good idea to go after. Like, like you said, the questions people ask a lot or, um, you know, things that you find your clients are struggling with a lot. Uh, maybe the webinar can be around, um, you know, security best practices, um, definitely like a broad topic, right? So you can mm-hmm. try to um, get as many of your clients in as possible. Now, when you're when you're targeting the client base for your webinar, um, you can target it toward your existing clients, or you could even market it to to anyone. You can you know do some Facebook advertisements or some AdWords advertisements, create a landing page on your website. And uh, and try to get um, you know anyone who's interested. Maybe target those ads to to the local area, mm-hmm. um, so that you can make sure that the the people who attend the webinar are, are you know could be prospective clients of yours. Uh, and and that way you can not only keep your existing clients engaged and and keep them you know remembering that you're the go to guy for for IT, but also try to to earn some new clients as well. Yeah, absolutely, and. You know, one thing that you did kind of bring up here is that when when people are in are watching on the webinars, they can they have the ability to do that now from you know their smartphones or, or tablets or laptops, and so the, you have a big convenience factor there that is hard to get from from other uh, avenues. And you know, I, I think we'd mentioned a few minutes ago about you know the kind of the difficulty in building this thing out, and, and we'll kind of get more into detail in that in a little bit, I'm sure. But one thing I, I don't like doing is I don't, I'm not really a big fan of having to write things out. So, you know, when somebody says, Hey, you know, if you want to do some kind of cool marketing thing, then come up with a case study. Well, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> That's a lot of work. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I don't really want to write down a case study. That's, yeah, it's more than I want to tackle. And in the, in less than the amount of time that it takes to do something like that, I can throw together a webinar, uh, whether it's, you know, pre-planned or, or, you know, I got great notes or whatever, or sometimes, you know, I've gotten more comfortable with it to the point that, you know, I just need a topic and a couple of bullet points. I don't even have to have slides or anything depending on how I'm doing it. And I'll just do a webinar. And, and that's the, the beauty of, of it is that as long as you have a decent microphone and a decent camera and a, you know, a connection to the internet. And sometimes you have to have software and we could talk about that in a little bit too, but it's fairly doggone simple. It's actually easier to do that than it is to do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. It, interesting. Um, so d- the way you do webinars, do you like to, uh, you mentioned slides. Do you like to do slides? Do you like to like show something on your desktop or do you just have the camera showing your face and, and you're talking to them like face to face kind of thing? Uh, I do a little of all. And, and I will say, that nobody likes to see themselves on a video. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you have to have to get over that. 
And because if not, you're going to redo it over and over and over again. You're never going to like it. So you really just have to kind of go with it. But depending on what I'm doing, I will do some of all. Now, the webinars that we're doing for clients, they are all uh, actual live feed video. Well, not live feed, but you see the person. So there's no slides. Um, there's no talking over slides or PowerPoint presentations. It's completely uh, video uh, with the person. So that's what they get. And I think more and more, that's what you're going to see people kind of moving to. And plus, my thing is that in order for me to differentiate myself from all the other webinars out there, it has to be different in its presentation. And you can go anywhere, like you mentioned earlier, where you know we all attend vendor webinars, and they all are talking over top of PowerPoint slides. Yep. So if you want to be different, then don't talk over top of PowerPoint slides. You know, show yourself. Let them see your personality and your mannerisms and the way you fling your arms everywhere when you're talking, <laughs> like like you would see me doing now if we have video, <laughs> right? Because uh, I'm very animated when I talk. And um, yeah, and that's a great idea. Because uh, yeah, I've I've been on those webinars where it's just slide after slide after slide, and that can definitely get dry. And then you end up, you know, because you're on your computer, you end up just going over and checking email or, or looking somewhere else, and then eventually might just close out the webinar. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I think it does draw people in and keep them engaged when they actually see a face uh, talking to them, and and that's. That's a that's yeah. a great idea. It brings more of the realism to the to the game. You know, they they see you. They see kind of you know they look, they pay attention to everything. They look at how you're dressed. They look at your background. And one kind of one thing I kind of made a mistake on early on is that you know I went out and bought a green screen and I went <laughs> you know invested in all these things and it was like you know what people don't care. I mean they want to see that you're a normal person. They don't really want to see that you have some crazy fancy equipment and you know you're wearing a suit and you know, they really don't they just yeah. want they want to know who you are and they want that information that that you're giving them they really just want to know you care and yep. so you can kind of forego all that other stuff that I wasted my money on. I still have the green screen standing here in the corner. I've never oh, man, used it. You got to do something cool with that. Just uh, do a music video or something. I know. I'm just going to, I thought about just taking it and, and let my kids come up with some kind of <laughs> movie. Play with around it. with it. Oh, yeah. 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 When I first learned about green screens when I was like in high school or something, I wanted one so bad because I just, I, I thought of all the cool things I could do with it. And, and yeah, definitely something fun to play around with. Yeah. But it's, but it, it's it's a very good thing to get into. So, what do you want to transition to next? You want to talk about what you have to have? To yeah, do exactly. So, so we got our, our topic now. Um, we've thought about what kind of topic we want to to have the webinar be about, and now we got to actually set it up. So, what what do you use to uh, to actually put on the webinar? Okay, so there's a couple of different, and there's a ton of them out there. So when you start yeah. searching, you'll find a bunch of them. So, uh, I have used uh, Google Hangouts. To, to do webinars and which is very simple and if you have a website then you can actually embed that right into your web page so if, if you don't really want to go through the whole you know registration process like you normally see like in a like in a go to meeting or go to webinar type thing mm-hmm. where you know somebody has to register and they get notifications and all that if you want to handle all that part yourself or maybe not even do registrations just you know, send out an email and here's a link to the page. Yeah, to your existing clients, right? So you don't need to necessarily have some kind of fancy registration. You can just set right. up a Google Hangout and then send them, you know, send the link to all your existing clients. Yeah, right. So you can send it out there. Uh, you can have the have that there on the page uh, and you can have it 
they're live. And the cool thing about Google Hangouts, actually several cool things about it, but number one, it's free. So that's always great. <laughs> always great, yep. <laughs> uh, number two is it can you can do it live uh, so that people can be there. Uh, and you can, you know, like I said, if you have a website, you have a lot of things you can do there because you can also put in uh, like a chat box and stuff like that so they can interact if, if you wanted them to. Uh, the other thing is that let's say you didn't really want to be there live for whatever reason. Maybe you're nervous or you just you don't have time to do it live. You can also pre-record that and then have the replay there on your site so they can see it. Uh, so well, that's, that's interesting. So yeah, so a webinar doesn't necessarily have to be live. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be at all. So you could, you know, you can do it when you have time, and then post it on your site, and then so you're have gonna, people come. You're going to miss out on like the, the live questions and stuff. But well, depending on how you do it, here's the here's the trick to it: is you you can have it pre-recorded and playing, but if you have a chat box or something going on at the bottom of that same screen, you can be there live for that chat interaction. Okay. While, while the video is playing, so you could. I mean, you wouldn't be able to mention the questions in the webinar, of right? Course, right. But yep. but then you can at least. Uh, Answer the questions within the chat box. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's definitely a, a great way to go for those kind of camera shy folks or people who want to uh, maybe just dip their toe in it without actually, you know, uh, being there live because it it is pretty nerve wracking the first time you're you're on a live broadcast and and you're afraid. You know, if I make a mistake, that's it. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be immortalized in the in the webinar. So that that's a good you know kind of way to 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 experiment with it a little bit first. Yeah, another. Uh, software that I use is called Easy Webinars, and with Easy Webinar, it kind of it kind of takes the the whole Google Hangouts on Air platform and it puts it kind of wraps itself around that and gives you that ability to do the registration page and the thank you page and the notifications and and all that stuff that you would normally see in a, in a full webinar funnel. So that's been a really cool software for us to use, and you can do. Uh, live as well as pre-recorded uh, webinars without it too. So I can do a pre-recorded webinar, send it through my webinar funnel, and it would come out as if it were live. And so you have that ability to do that too. So and, and I know there's, like I said, you'll find other ones. Some of them can do live and pre-recorded. Some of them can only do one or the other. Um, An easy webinar, know, that's a, a WordPress plugin, right? It is a WordPress plugin, okay. correct. And so uh, it, it kind of... It resides somewhat on your site and then somewhat on the Easy Webinar site, right. so it's kind of a kind of a hybrid thing. And I think they're going to a, a cloud-based type uh, option here. They're they're working on it, so they haven't got to that yet. Where they're going to base? I think they're going to actually host the videos and everything. So right now, where you're doing it on, you know, Google, which is putting it on on YouTube, yeah. uh, and you can do that. So there, I mean, just tons of different options of what you can do with it, and. Have you, have you used um, like GoToWebinar or one of those? I have not used GoToWebinar, but I do have one called Fuse, F-U-Z-E. Okay, yeah. And um, I think it's, I think it's uh, FuseMeeting.com. I think you might even really get to it from Fuse.com. But uh, that's one that I actually use that I paid for. And it is very similar to you know, your other your GoToMeeting type things with, with the reg- registration and, and all that. And, it, and it's live. Uh, interactive. Now I can't do pre-recorded with this one. It's only it's only live. Okay. Uh, but it does have most of the same bells and whistles that you would get from uh, some of the other bigger platforms. And, and that one's not using uh, Google Hangouts. It's 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 no. its own thing, right? Yep, it's its own okay. thing. And, and there's there's certainly benefits of doing all of them. They all have some pros and cons to them. You know, one of the things I didn't mention that is probably worth mentioning is that. 
when you use Google Hangouts, especially live, there's about a 30 second delay from the from the time that you say something and the time your your attendees see it and hear it. Mm. So if you were to ask a question, you're not going to get feedback immediately. It's going to take a good 30 seconds or so before they actually hear that question. So you have to- <laughs> I did find that out the hard way when I did my first Google Hangout, and I'm like, "So what do you guys think of this?" And then I'm like, "Crickets." Crickets. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Uh, moving on, and then all of a sudden the answer started coming in after I moved on. So yeah, <laughs> so it's definitely it, good to it, know ahead of right. time. Right, it's definitely good to to practice with this th- stuff, you know. And and what I did is, uh, you know, I had I had my desktop where I was presenting, and then I had my laptop to the side where I was an attendee, so I nice. could kind of get, get an idea yeah. of what was going on. But uh, yeah, that's definitely one thing to to think about. And there's other platforms. I've, I've heard one here recently uh, called Zoom Z O O M dot I think it's .us. Zoom.us is another platform that's kind of up and coming. I've heard some people talk about, and it's um, it has a lot of video stuff going on. So if you have somebody doing a webinar, it's like everybody in the room has the ability to have a video feed going on, which is which is pretty cool when you're doing something that would involve interaction where maybe you're doing a, a coaching call with a client, or right. maybe you're doing a webinar that's strictly for a client. Uh, one thing that I've really want to get done in my IT business is I really want to have an onboarding process that is built around uh, either webinars uh, and or slash video. So almost think of it like a video course, but but not really. It's not oh, really a course. So that when I get a new client, I basically can send them through a video funnel of the onboarding process. Oh, and that's that, cool. So I think that would be much more effective than how I'm doing it now, which is probably the way everybody else is doing it, which is, you know, I, I either give them a PDF or I give them a printed booklet or, you know, I give them something that says this is yeah. how we do business and this is And then kind like of, who who's gonna read that? They probably well, don't yeah, read that. Does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even read it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, oh that's cool. And you mentioned uh coaching call. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Coaching so calls. That's that's mm-hmm. a that's a cool concept where you can um you can have a client uh you can do some kind of coaching call with your client and then make that replay available to all your other clients as kind of a value add or something. And, and yeah. then uh, that way you, if it's a common, you know, thing that you end up basically just wasting your time, it's a quick fix for that. A lot of your clients um, contact you about, you can do a quick webinar with one client, fix it for them, and then make that available to all your other clients as uh, something they can check out to learn how to fix that particular issue. Yeah, and, and another thing you can do too is I like to look at video. I know we're talking about webinars, but sometimes you can do a video that's recorded that you send to somebody. My opinion is that if you're doing the same uh, information and the same value and all that, I don't really care if it's pre-recorded or live. It's still, you know, it's still considered the same value and it's still considered a webinar. Right. So I say that because I'm leading up to this. All right. <laughs> if you... If you have a client and let's say they have a particular software and, and you're trying to, to give them some information on it or you're doing some some training on it, maybe you can do that training in the form of a webinar, whether it's live or pre-recorded, or you can even send it to them in short uh, videos. There's there's scientific, and I don't have any of this information in front of me, but there's scientific study that shows that kind of the the really sweet spot for video training and video information is somewhere around five minutes or so. Okay. So if you look at some of these 
bigger e-learning platforms, you'll actually see this in practice. They'll have a, a training course and it'll be broken down into a lot of five, six, seven, eight minute video modules because right. they're, they're kind of tapping into that research. And so one thing you can do and this absolutely free is you can use a program called Jing, J-I-N-G. And Jing is put out by uh, TechSmith, who's also the same people who made Camtasia. So, okay. you know, and that's going, a screen capturing software. It does. It does screen capture. So you can you can capture the screen as far as still shots, like uh, you know, just a, a print screen type thing, right. uh, which I use multiple times a day when I'm sending uh, things to clients because I can capture the screenshot. I can either paste it into an email or I can paste it into a knowledge base or paste it into my tickets I'm doing with them. Or I can even upload that and then send the link to it. So if I'm not po- pasting the actual image into it, I can send the link. So, mm-hmm. so you have that function. And then the other functionality you have is the ability to do video. Now, it'll do up to a five-minute video, which is perfect right. because <laughs> that's, that's the window in which you need to do you know, your, your training or your, your webinar if you're doing the little, the little modules. Okay. So you, you can actually use that. You can record as many as you want to. You can upload them or you can copy them, whatever you want to do, but you can upload them and keep them on um, TechSmith's cloud for absolutely no charge. It's, it's free. And so you could you can design an entire uh, training course for your client or an onboarding course for your client nice. without without using anything other than Jing and your your microphone and, and slides or video, depending, depending on how you want to do it. But you can do all that without without any upfront cost on your part. Nice. That's a that's a cool bonus tip there. Uh, uh, onboarding video onboarding process. Um, that and we can have a whole uh, a whole new podcast about that. But that's mm-hmm. that's definitely something to cool to explore. Um, and another thing we were talking about uh, before we we started recording was that another cool thing about webinars is that. It's a great lead generation tool. Uh, you can have you can promote your webinar, like I mentioned before, through Facebook or social media to you know prospective clients, people who you you know you don't know yet, but you can say, hey, I'm I'm offering a webinar about uh, how to keep your your PC safe, or I'm offering a webinar about how to speed up your Windows computer. You know, simple stuff like that 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 most people would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, you can promote that in, through social media, and then people who sign up for the webinar, a lot of times, and I, I found this out with my own webinars, that uh, almost half of the people don't even show up for the live webinar. Um, you know, they got something going on, or they forgot about it, or whatever. But you still have their their emails, their information as someone who's interested in that type of topic. Mm-hmm. So then you can, you know, use those emails however you want. Of course, you don't want to spam them or whatever, but you can say, "Hey, I noticed you missed the webinar. Here's a replay. Uh, and by the way, you know, here's some other stuff I do. Whatever, whatever." And then in the future, maybe if you have a special going on or something like that, you can send out an email to them. So it's a great way to to capture leads of people who you know are interested in the types of services you provide. Absolutely, it's it's a perfect lead generator because you do get, like you said, you get that warm lead you know they're interested in you because they they took the time to put their name and email address in a form and submit it so they're definitely interested in what you got going on excellent so so it it definitely seems like uh, a great 
lead capture and a great way to keep your existing clients engaged with you uh, and a training tool. So there's a lot of stuff you can do with webinars, with videos. And, and it really is, like you said, it's growing and it's still growing in, in, uh, in popularity and, and people are getting used to uh, interacting with companies through video. So it's, uh, there used to be kind of a barrier to entry there where people were like not quite sure um, you know wh- why you're offering them a video, and now it's just everywhere. Like video is the preferred medium um, for a lot of people on how they get their information. So you definitely want to tap into that, especially you know younger folks and and people who who have been growing up in in the the technology age these days. Um, they're they're all about the video. Absolutely. So let's talk about what you have to have to make this happen. Okay. <laughs> Beyond the software. Because uh, the, ne- the next question I, that I get from people is, okay, I understand, you know, that there's webinar software out there, but you know, what do I need to do to to do a webinar? What kind of equipment do I need, and, and maybe how do I need to lay things out? So, first of all, video. You know, we talked about doing video, and you know, some people can can do a PowerPoint slide. Some people want to actually have themselves on a video. I've even seen people do both, where they have you know their little video in the bottom right hand corner while they have the PowerPoint slide going on. But uh, I think probably uh, the most common uh, video camera that you'll find or webcam that you'll find is one made by Logitech. And um, I'm trying to look in the front of mine now as I'm talking to you. It is, it's not written on there. I think it's a C920. Let me Google that right quick. Yeah, I got a Logitech too, and I can't I can't see yep. what it is either. It's uh I think I think it's a Logitech C920 is what it is. So that's you know that's kind of the most most widely used one. If if you follow any of the big podcasters that do video, uh, that's pretty much the exact same one that they use. And you can okay. pick one up for uh, they used to be around a hundred dollars, but I think they're cheaper than that now. I think they're somewhere in the probably $75, $80 range. And it's a full 1080p HD camera. And nice. uh, so it has a very good video quality. But beyond video, uh, people will people will give you a little bit of leeway on video quality. They will not give you leeway on audio quality. If your audio stinks, they're not going to hang around to hear what you got to say because it's annoying. Yeah. You know, you can... <laughs> so you, you need to invest more... Um, more into your audio than anything else. But the good thing is, even the audio equipment is fairly inexpensive. Um, for audio, when I'm talking to you right now on, I'm using the uh, Audio-Technica uh, ATR2100 USB. And uh, what, what do you use, Matt? Uh, well, I, because I'm a podcaster, you know, I have a, uh, a, a blue microphone. Um, okay. Uh, you have the Yeti or the, the Snowball, the baby, the baby bottle, because it's uh, I, I record music as well, and so this is what I used to record vocals. Um, th- that I used when I used to record vocals, I, I don't do m- much music recording these days. So instead, I grab that microphone that I used for vocals, and I use it for podcasting now. Um, but I also uh, for when I'm a guest on other shows, uh, or I just got to like jump on really quick. Uh, to to do like a video chat or something, I'll just use a um, a Logitech headset that I have, which which actually has pretty decent audio quality um, for what it is, and uh, and so I, I go between those two. Okay, 
Uh, some other ones you might want to look at. So the one I'm using, like I said, is the ATR2100 USB. The cool thing about it is I can plug it in USB, obviously, <laughs> but it also has the ability to, to plug in uh, via an XLR connection into a mixer. So if I ever wanted to have plug it into a mixer and use it for that, I can. Uh, those run um, probably somewhere in the 55 to $70 range. So very inexpensive for what you get. Uh, there's also uh, the blue snowball is very popular. The blue Yeti is popular. Uh, and if you really want to spend some money on one, then get the Heil PR40, which will probably run you 350 or 400 bucks. That's a big dog. <laughs> yeah, that's the one everybody aspires to have in the podcasting <laughs> world. But um, so those are the ones you can use. So definitely, you know, if you if you want to do the video where you're recording yourself, you you know, you're looking at putting out around seventy dollars or so uh, for uh, if you if you want to do audio only, then you can forego that for right now. And but definitely, if you have to spend money on one or the other, definitely invested in the microphone but you should um you know you should expect to spend probably you know sixty dollars to you know maybe a little over a hundred dollars for a, a decent microphone to do that with and and it's it's definitely gonna pay for itself um over time because web webinars like we said are, are great ways to engage and and you're eventually gonna drum up more business with it and and yeah, I think the 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 big takeaway here is don't just use your laptop built-in webcam and and oh gosh, microphone. please don't, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> and I've you, seen that yeah. in webinars before, and I mm-hmm. yeah immediately just shut it down and and moved on because it, it is very hard to even you know hear what they're saying. Yeah, it's you you want the audio quality to be great. I mean, I actually interviewed somebody for our podcast. And at the end of the podcast, after, you know, the recording was turned off, he said, what in the world are you using to talk to me? Because it's just crystal clear and it sounds great. And, and so I told him, I told him the microphone and, you know, you can, I even use it as my telephone because I have my, my telephone for my office runs through a uh, VoIP. So I have uh, a, a soft phone software on my computer. Right. So when somebody calls me, I just use my microphone uh, with ear, earphones yep. to, uh, to use that. So anyway... The guy says, I really love how it sounds and you sound better than all of our uh, help desk technicians. So he went out and bought every one of his help desk technicians <laughs> the same microphone because nice. he was such a, he's so impressed with the quality of what he was hearing. And is that, is that know, a headset microphone or is it like an on desk microphone? Yeah, it's a, it's a on desk microphone okay. and, and it has a, it has a jack in the back of it. I can plug, I can plug headphones into it. Okay. So, gotcha. so like right now I have earbuds in that's plugged directly into the back of the microphone. Oh, nice. So another thing you, that you'll need is if you're going to do slides and, you know, even if you're going to do live video, at some point you're going to have to have slides probably to show things or you're going to do a screen share. Uh, so some software that, you know, if you're doing screen share, you don't really need software for that. If you're doing it live, like you can do that with Google Hangouts. Uh, if you're going to do the pre-recorded, then you may have to look at some recording software. Uh, you have Camtasia is probably the most common that you can use. Um, there, there used to be one, uh, I'm not going to even mention it cause I think it's, uh, went out of business, but there used to be another one that was a uh, really low cost option. And, uh, and then I, I know there's another one. If you Google, uh, if you Google it, there's one that's free out there as well. I have not used that one, so I'm not going to say anything about it, but there's definitely some options around capturing the video where you can edit it. Uh, and then, uh, also, if you don't have PowerPoint, don't worry about it. You can also get a free Google account and uh, you can use Google Slides. 
to uh, to do your your slide presentation with. Yeah, that's so what you, I did. Uh, the the most recent uh, Tech Site Builder webinar I did, which was just like a, a demo of what what Tech Site Builder looks on the back end. I put that all together for free using uh, Google Hangouts and YouTube Live. And yep, the the PowerPoint presentation I used was the the Google um, slides. Uh, so I said PowerPoint, but that's you know that's the name of the Microsoft product. But it was mm-hmm. a, it was a slide deck that I put together in Google, and it was so it was a Google exclusive uh, webinar. All Google products used to uh, to put it together, and it worked beautifully. It's all there in your browser. You, it doesn't matter what computer you're on, and and you can pull it up, and it it just worked really well. Yeah, that's that's perfect. I mean, I'm I'm kind of a Google fanboy, so I like to use everything Google when I can. Um, so that, that works out great. The slides do. If you want to get a little more fancy with your slides, I know one thing that people like about PowerPoint is that, you know, you kind of got a little bit of fancy things you can do with it, just with the themes and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one thing that I, I did is I went to uh, Canva. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but it's C-A-N-V-A.com. So at Canva.com, you can actually get a, a free account and you can create uh, things with it. Like you can do... Um, you can do slides, you can do um, letterheads, you can do uh, Facebook um, header. So you got all these design things you can do for free. Cool. So so what you can do is go in there and just design you um, some kind of slide and it'll create it as an image. So you can download it as like a PNG or a, or a JPEG, but you download that slide and then you just throw that slide into your Google slide as an image. And so now you've got a really nicely made slide that you created in Canva and you just throw it into Google Slides as an image. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'd heard of it, but I didn't uh, know exactly what Canva did. So that's definitely something I'll check out. That's very cool. Got a lot of great um, resources you're providing here. So all this stuff is going to be in the show notes if you want to check that out. Uh, the show notes for the show will have all, all of the resources and all of the links to the different things that uh, David's been mentioning in the show. Um, so was there anything else you wanted to cover as far as putting together the webinar? I think the the only other thing I would mention is um, when you design your slides, you do not want to have a lot of information on any one slide. Uh, one one mistake I see all the time, and I did the same thing, is I would have a slide and it would have you know five or six bullet points on that one slide. And I have come to learn that that is not the way you want to do that. You you really just about want to have one slide per bullet point, so that you keep the action on the screen going, and you keep you keep the viewer uh, looking at your screen and being engaged visually and and audibly into what's going on. So you don't want to have one slide there that's sitting on the screen for five minutes. Right. You okay. really want it. You want it to be going and going and going. I actually heard uh, a a webinar. Uh, presenter recently who says that if you have a 30 minute webinar, you probably need to have somewhere between 70 and 80 slides. So, yeah. So that's, you know, they, you, they want to see that transitioning going on on that screen a lot. You don't want your people following ahead of you. You know, if you're, if you're talking about step one and you got all five steps on the screen and you're spending two or three minutes on step one, they've already read the rest of it. Right, and you know they're not there with you anymore. <laughs> and I think in in PowerPoint and other um, slide programs, you can show like one bullet point at a time, mm-hmm, um, right, or some kind of animation or transition with that. And also, you know, you can always um, swap back and forth if 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 whatever software you're using allows it. Swap back and forth between 
you know, your, your camera of your face and then the, uh, the, the slide deck. So if, mm-hmm. if, um, you do want to keep things going or keep things moving and engaging, you can kind of swap back and forth between the slides and, and the, uh, the camera. Oh yeah. You can, you can get all ninja with it if you want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. Cool, cool. So a lot of great tips here um, for someone who uh, is interested in putting together webinars. And I'm definitely going to start doing this a lot more uh, in the in the new year. Um, I plan on really pushing webinars in my uh, my WordPress consulting business, doing a lot of WordPress webinars to get folks into uh, into the uh, the business that I'm doing. Um, so I'm going to put a lot of these into practice, and I'll I'll let you all know how it goes and and what I find works and what doesn't work and all that stuff. Uh, so really appreciate all the great information around webinars. Also, just really quick, wanted to uh, see how HIPAA for MSPs going um, and what's new uh, with you over there. It is going great. Uh, we're doing a lot and still have a lot more to go. So we're you know it's a constant thing because it's a membership site. So it's nothing's ever stale. We're we're putting new information and changing things and adding things all the time. And we're you, doing webinars a lot. <laughs> nice, good, good. <laughs> so uh, and and of course, part of what we do in there as well is 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 training MSPs and IT professionals about how to grow their business. And sometimes that means we step outside of the bounds of just what HIPAA is. Uh, so you know, one one thing we would do is say, okay, how can we leverage? you know, webinars to, to educate our clients or educate our potential clients about HIPAA compliance. And so that's kind of, you know, the same conversation we've had today is, is what we do. So, you know, everybody wants to look at HIPAA as, as being a regulation, uh, but it's also an opportunity. And, you know, we don't want it to be HIPAA compliant just to be HIPAA compliant. We really want to do it because we want more revenue. We want to differentiate ourselves in a very crowded IT market. So it's going very well. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to actually give your your listeners uh, a little uh, discount if you don't mind. I think that would be great. I think people <laughs> would appreciate that. Okay, so so what I'm going to do is I'm going to run a special and it's only going to be for the listeners of your podcast but I, and I'm going to give you a, a special uh, page, landing page and everything just for your people. But what I want to do is all the way up through uh, Christmas. So midnight of Christmas is when this will end. So when when the podcast airs until Midnight of Christmas. I'm going to give everybody my own little Christmas gift here. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to give you uh, $20 a month off of the professional membership, uh, which is going to actually take it back to uh, less than it was two years ago. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so give you 20 bucks off uh, the professional membership. And that's not a one-time thing. That's on, as long as you're a member, you're locked into that price. That's very cool. Uh, and this, this is a gr- great timing because I think a lot of people are looking for uh, new new ventures and, and new things to try uh, in the new year. So so get signed up for this now, so that you know when January rolls around, you can hit the ground running um, with uh, with the the HIPAA compliance and the healthcare IT aspects of your business. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, yeah, if they'll if they'll go, um, I think you'll you've got the URL for that. I'll let you give that out, and if they'll go there and then and use the coupon code that we have for them, then they can take advantage of that, and uh, and that's only for your people. Yeah, that's awesome. So guys, uh, if you want to take advantage of this offer, go ahead and go to yfncg.com forward slash HIPAA for MSPs. And that is HIPAA with two A's, H-I-P-A-A for M-S-P-S. 
And uh, that's the link. It's also going to be available in the show notes. When you go there, you can use the coupon code podcast, and that's going to get you that great deal off of the HIPAA for MSPs membership. And that's good until uh, midnight on Christmas. So definitely take advantage of that. Uh, we, we thank you very much for, for offering that exclusive um, discount to the listeners of the podcast. You always come with a, a lot of great info, and I'm sure that's reflective of the info you provide to the members of, of HIPAA for MSPs as well. So thank you for all that you've done for, for our podcast here. I, I wish you the best of luck in not only uh, your IT business, your membership site, and also your uh, um, your webinar business, which sounds really cool. We'll have to have you back on later to talk about how that's going and some of the lessons you've learned from that as well. So, so thanks for everything. Absolutely. It was great being here. Thanks for, uh, for having me again. All right. No problem. Take care and we'll talk to you soon. All right. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that interview with uh, J. David Sims. Let's go ahead and keep the conversation going. Let us know what you thought of the interview. If you've heard it before or if you hadn't heard it before and if you learned anything new, head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com. And uh, in the show notes for the episode, uh, which is uh, 24, go down in the comments section and let us know what you thought. Also, don't forget, uh, you can join us in the Facebook marketing group. Just search for Computer Business Marketing in Facebook and request access to the group uh, just by answering two easy questions. we got a lot of great conversations going on in that group around marketing your computer business. Can't wait to see you over there. Also, uh, just one last request. If you listen to this podcast in iTunes or Stitcher, uh, give us a shout out, leave a review about the show. Let us know what you think, good or bad or indifferent. We love to get your feedback, and that helps to get the show noticed by other people on those platforms. Also, don't forget to check out our sponsors, Tech Site Builder. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of the Computer Business Marketing Show. My name is Matthew Rodella saying, Here's to your success. Mm-hmm.